0: going down the line and shaking everybody's hand and giving them hugs that all these guys I worked with and had their backs with the last few years. It was pretty cool, pretty sad at the same time, but I think the most important thing to me was getting to you know, hug my brother at the end of the line that I got to play one year with him. So that was pretty cool.
1: Welcome to episode 225 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It all comes down to this. A championship is on the line this weekend in Lethbridge as the Canadian College Baseball Conference season comes to an end. It feels like the regular season just flew by, but the Alberta teams surely made an impact. Prairie Baseball Academy finished on top with a 21-11 and 11 record with the Edmonton Collegiate Hawks and University of Calgary Dinos finishing third and fourth respectively. But it's anyone's game come the final weekend and one player who can attest to that is Jacob Honke. The EC Hawks infielder is heading into his last collegiate games as he's set to graduate from the University of Alberta with an eye on becoming a strength and conditioning coach, something he's doing already with Taylor Burns at Absolute Human Performance and AHP Academy. honky who hails from Red 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 Deer joined us recently to talk about being a veteran presence heading into Championship Weekend, the evolution of the Hawks program since he first started, and what it means to have family with him both on and off the field. Jacob, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Happy to be on. Thank you. The regular season is over. The championships are here. How excited are you to get the weekend going?
0: Very excited. Uh, We've got a great group of guys here in Edmonton, so uh, looking to do some damage going forward here.
1: What did you learn during last year's playoff run that you hope you can incorporate into this year's championship weekend?
0: Um, I think just playing with that adversity, losing to VIU in game one there, and then going through the loser's bracket. We kind of just took exception to that and said, this isn't really the team um, that we really are in game one there. And just kind of, you know, played with you know, nothing to lose going into the next two games and took out the other two teams before we faced PBA there. and. Uh, Just looking to use those two wins as kind of just like motivation that, you know, a group of guys that we had last year could do this. And, you know, we had a better year this year. A lot of great players that hopefully we can, you know, do a little bit more this year.
1: You're one of the savvy veterans on the team as well. What's your message been to those younger guys who are just getting their feet wet when it comes to CCBC playoff action?
0: Just to expect that you know every team is in it to win it and uh every single game is just one snapshot of it that it's not really a marathon we don't get you know a four game series to kind of just play it out or a seven game series sorry but that we got to you know from first pitch be ready to go and that there is no time to uh, dig yourself a hole and then dig out of it so just be ready that every team's going to throw their best at you and you know we're going to be doing the same thing so uh, Mm -hmm. yeah just ready to go
1: looking back on this regular season now that it's all in hindsight it feels like it just started yesterday to be honest with you but how are you going to remember this past season
0: uh, I'm just gonna remember it as like I made a lot of great friends this year we had a really good competitive group that you know this is probably the most talented ball team I've ever really been a part of so um, being able to contribute whatever I could whenever we needed it and just going you know wins are more important than personal accolades that I really just wanted to finish this year, you know, with the ring on my hand. So, um, yeah, just kind of take it piece by piece and enjoy every single moment.
1: You mentioned the talent. I mean, you, the team finishes 17 and 15 for third place, which is crazy when you think you're just a couple of games over 500 and here you are on the, the upper part of the, the standings. How impressed are you with how this team has developed, not just from, Uh, The beginning of the season to the end of the season, but also the program itself, from when you first started at at uh, Edmonton Collegiate.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's been a roller coaster this year for sure. Starting off a little slower at two and six, and then pulling ahead to seventeen and fifteen there, like you said at the finish. But just going from all right, each game is over, and just building upon the next one, and going, you know what, we have a chance to win every single ball game. it's been huge for us going you know we've got the talent we've got the competition the competitive edge that we can really beat anybody and uh stemming from last year like we had a group here we kind of just you know got some guys together and said like you know let's be really competitive but to build upon what we did last year that little bit of success and Translated over to this year. We can just see the steps growing forward and everybody's maturing. And hopefully we can carry that into next year and continue this uh success.
1: I've talked to a few players about this, especially coming out of COVID. How much of a challenge was it to kind of get back into what I've referred to as the cadence of a year? This, as you mentioned, it's not a marathon, it is kind of weirdly a sprint and not a lot of guys are used to that. So now that you've had a couple of years under your belt, how much of that played into being able to kind of build upon the success of last year, but also have some more success this year?
0: Yeah, it is a sprint. So, I mean, just being ready to go from game one, using whatever preseason game you have uh, or, you know, kind of inner squads or lives just being ready because like, it does happen fast. You play 32 games in just over two months. Then you know it's then it's championships. So, just uh, being really competitive and uh, eager to get after it is just really important right off the hop.
1: On a personal level, you and I were talking off air about your role on the team, not an everyday guy, but certainly a guy who's going to be there for some stability. And also, as a fifth-year guy, you play into the really big part of the leadership role. How much of that was weighing on you in terms of making sure that you provide that guidance and that leadership and make sure that those younger guys are set up for success, not just this year, but in the following years to come as well?
0: Yeah, so that was one of my big goals coming into this program was to just end up being one of the leaders right from like my first year here is just going, you know what, we've got to build a culture here, um, you know, hold discipline, but also just being somebody that guys can talk to outside of the ball field with school and work and jobs and all that sort of stuff. and Just being somebody that like, I want to do things the right way. So if they can see that and go, you know, Oh, maybe he's doing it this way. Then maybe that's how we do it here. And that was one of my big goals is just going, I want to be competitive every day. I show up ready to go, um, go about things the right way and just leave that with some of the younger guys so that after I'm gone this year, then they can carry that into next year going, you know, we work hard every day. We don't move our feet in the box. We're going to be gritty, grind out at bats, look for dirt ball reads and all that sort of stuff is just develop a culture and leave it behind and leave it with those young kids who I'm sure are going to do a great job with this program going forward.
1: Whether it's Jake, whether it's Ray, how much easier was it having guys like that uh, at your disposal, in your corner, to be able to uh, develop that culture?
0: Oh, it was huge. I mean, Jake from day one said that like building a culture here is his number one goal last year. So working with him as well as the leadership group on the team, some of the older guys who are around with that ECBC group way before the ECH, Um, we just said, you know, this is how we used to do and then blend that with how Jake and Ray want to do it this year going, you know, we will be gritty. We will work hard and, um, show our best and be competitive every single pitch. So working with those guys, they set a very clear, uh, standard. And I think it was pretty easy to work with them going forward as our, our leadership group going, these are the rules and these are how we're going to do things. And it was very clear
1: how much of it as well is sort of looking at the other veteran teams around the league? I look at PBA specifically, but even Okanagan and some of the other successful programs around the league, if you're going to beat it, you got to beat it. You can't, you know, try to do things a whole bunch differently.
0: Exactly. Yeah. They set a pretty good standard of how they do things. They're very professional with the way they go about it and they're recruiting and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, mimicking it, but also doing it in our own way is very important to us. We've got a pretty good program up here in edmonton i'm pretty proud of it and what it's turned into that i think you know eventually here ech is going to be right alongside those names in the league is the place to be Mm
1: -hmm. undoubtedly was it weird this past weekend being a part of senior day walk us through the emotions of kind of seeing and maybe realizing that uh this collegiate career is is coming to a close yeah, it was
0: pretty surreal. It's uh, it's a little sad, obviously a little bit happy. You know, I'm pretty proud of what I've been able to do here the last few years. But uh, um, going down the line and shaking everybody's hand and giving them hugs that all these guys I worked with and had their backs with the last few years. Um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty, uh, pretty cool, pretty sad at the same time. But I think the most important thing to me was getting to you know, hug my brother at the end of the line that I got to play one year with him. So that was pretty cool. Very cool.
1: Had you thought much about how your time with the Hawks was winding down prior to the weekend, or was it very much business as usual? And then, you know, you kind of it almost sort of takes you by surprise that hey, you're here at day 32.
0: Yeah, exactly. It did. Uh, it caught me by surprise. I didn't think I'd be that emotional coming to the clubhouse that last day there. I uh, it was business as usual. It was we need two points every single day, and uh, you know we need these wins. We need to score runs. So. That was the only thing on my mind. And then when you know my family got there and it was senior's day, it took a little longer to get off the field that day for sure.
1: When you step out on the field, do you take that moment to sort of look around and and realize you don't want the moment to be bigger than it is but at the same time you do want to kind of appreciate it for what it is sort of thing so walk us through you know that that last moment the last out whatever it was in that last game especially at remax where it's kind of become a second home for you
0: exactly it is my uh i spend more time there than i spend at home so to (laughs) me that place will always be home um my last at-bat, I took a little extra time, looked out at the scoreboard, looked up at everybody in the stands who's been there um, through every step of the way, and then between each pitch, just kind of, you know, collecting myself and just try to have a good at-bat was my only thing. So getting on base there and uh, tipping my cap to all my uh, guys in the dugout, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool for sure.
1: When you think ahead to this weekend and you think back on, on this last year and the last five years, What excites you the most about that opportunity to get one more shot here at uh, winning a CCBC championship?
0: Yeah, coming into uh, my career here at Edmonton, that was, that's the big goal. That was always the big goal was let's get a ring. So, I mean, this weekend it's going to be guns a blazing. I think energy is going to be high. Everybody's going to be excited, but reminding everybody that, you know, we got to stay calm, stay collected and hustle, but not hurry is going to be huge for us here that, just take it pitch by pitch and baseball will be baseball and let's just do what we can Mm -hmm. because we've got the group to do it.
1: Let's get into your baseball past a little bit here. Your product of Red Deer. How did you get into the game in the first place?
0: Uh, My parents put me in the game in the first place. I played T-ball and then whatever you call it with the pitching machine, I'm not sure what level that was. And then I stepped away for a little bit. Um, I ended up golfing for about eight summers there and I, decided to get back into baseball with some of my hockey buddies when I was about 15 and uh, we just put together a rec league team and I thought hey this is this is fun this is something I can fall in love with and uh, do every single day so kept doing that and then when I quit hockey in grade 11 baseball was at that point it was everything to me so just kept going from there kept making teams and Played through Red Deer, played an overage year uh, with the Midget Trip Team in Red Deer again, and we had a super successful group that year. And uh, yeah, that just solidified it and said, "This
1: is this is how I'm going to spend my time." So you've played golf, you've played hockey, you played baseball. Were there any other sports that you played along the line?
0: Uh, those are the big three. I would play, you know, just out on the street with my friends, some basketball and some football and whatever, but. Those were the big three throughout my life. Yeah.
1: On the baseball side of things, did you have a favorite team or player that you were following growing up?
0: Growing up, I was uh, always a Blue Jays fan. They were uh, near and dear to my heart. But I think everybody's favorite kid or favorite player who was a kid at when I was a kid was probably Jose Bautista. The way that guy did things with the Blue Jays there was uh, pretty special. And then uh, more recently, Kevin Pillar.
1: Very cool. Did you ever dream yourself of maybe doing the bat flip, similar to, to Joey Bats?
0: I did, yeah, but I would need to do a few more push ups to be able to do some. Like
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, when did you realize that you might be able to chase this baseball dream a little bit and take it to the collegiate level versus you know just playing a game that you're having fun and loving it and that kind of thing?
0: I think it was probably my grade twelve year playing U uh, eighteen. Uh, triple and red deer where I just kind of saw some other guys going off to college. And I said, Hey, I kind of want to do that too. Before that, I didn't really realize that college baseball was that big of a thing. And then growing up, you know, you hear about UFC and uh, PBA and whatever. I was like, man, let's, uh, you know, entertain those, but it was school in Edmonton was always a goal of mine to go to the U of A. So when I found out that ECBC was a program that was just, Red Dead. That was my target. I got to get there, and let's go ahead with that.
1: You mentioned going to the U of A. Talk about the trials and tribulations of being a student athlete, because it's definitely a balancing act when it comes to uh, making sure that you're got, you got the studies taken care of, but you're also taking care of what's got to go on in the field.
0: For sure, yeah. Um, being a student foremost is well, I say it is student athlete. So a student comes first sometimes, and for me, just getting good marks and being sure I was prepared in the classroom goes hand in hand with how I was prepared on the field. So spending that extra time stretching or taking BP or throwing or doing whatever at the field, I just translated that into my schoolwork going, I got to do the same things to be successful in the classroom that I do on the baseball field to be successful. But yeah, it is a balance for sure. You're going to have some late nights, you're going to have some early mornings, but It is all worth it at the end of the day when you get to play baseball with your friends. That's uh, that's for sure.
1: Not just that, but you've got a part time gig on the side that we'll get into in a minute here. I wanted to touch base back on the the student piece. You are graduating this year. Uh, What are you graduating with? And talk us through sort of your your thought process as you hit the quote unquote real world.
0: So I'll be graduating with a bachelor's degree in kinesiology. I majored in sports performance. So goal there is to become a strength and conditioning coach. I'll be going through the, the certification process this summer once ball wraps up here. Um, and then just getting into that, um, giving back to all those people who trained me and developed me into who I was, I figured, man, I could probably do the same thing. And I think I have some, you know, ability to share with kids what made me successful to hopefully develop them and honestly just give back to the game. I think, you know, working with kids, working with that next generation of ballplayers, they can they can do anything they really set their mind to. And I'm just there to help them out along the way. So if I can give back to them, then I'll be very happy with that.
1: What got you thinking about that in the first place was it your work and and here's the the connector here and the is the fact that you're working in, over at HP with Taylor Burns and Company was it your work with them or how is it that you you found yourself looking towards that line of work
0: I think it was working with them so my first 2 years with ECBC we did our training uh with HP and Taylor Burns um since Connor Burns was our uh assistant coach at the time so Doing our off-season training there and our lifts and whatever, I saw that, you know, we can really make some strides here, and I turned myself into a little bit better shape, and I could see my teammates doing the same, and I figured, well, if we're doing this now in college, then, you know, maybe I can help some kids earlier on so that they don't make not the same mistakes I did, but, you know, be a step ahead of the curve so that they can really be prepared when they go down south or here in the CC. Because, honestly, the CC now is a much – it's a great option for players to stay home and to really play some high-level ball. There's some very talented players around the league, so working with them and seeing what they could do and what they did for me, I figured I could probably do that for some other people too along the way.
1: You mentioned the home piece. What's it been like for you being able to play at a park that's, you know, a couple of hours down the road from Red Deer? It's got the history that REMAX has, and you get to have family and friends uh, really nearby and, and that kind of thing.
0: Oh, it's huge. It's uh, it's incredible. I live just downtown Edmonton here. So to be able to like walk down to the field or bike down to the field is pretty surreal. But to know that all the history surrounding that stadium, all the guys who played there, you can't help but feel, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm a part of the story now. So that's been really cool. But being close to home and having, you know, my parents, my brother and sister at the time watching the game is uh, it's very cool. It's very cool for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Looking back on your young career to this point, any favorite memories or moments on the field where you kind of found yourself awestruck? Or, I mean, I can't believe I'm getting to have this opportunity.
0: I think the first game I ever played, uh, that was pretty cool, putting on that jersey for the first time, uh, collecting my first hit, which was probably my only career triple. Pretty slow after that point, so... <laughs> One triple was pretty cool, but yeah, definitely that first hit was like a little bit of validation that, you know, I'm doing this and I made it, but just going to work every day and seeing those guys and uh, competing against the other teams, like you play against PBA who won 10 championships, you can't help but feel like, man, if we beat these guys, then we're really good. So um, for me, any of those little moments where, you know, my personal accolades, but I think Probably my favorite moment of all time was my brother's on the team this year, so watching him get his first strikeout, that one was pretty cool.
1: Conversely, what have been some of the biggest obstacles or challenges that you've had to overcome over your career?
0: Uh, between working at HP and going to school and playing baseball, I think just the time management was a big one early on. I didn't do a very great job of time management, so things started to slip a little bit, but then just discovering that, you know, there is 24 hours to o'clock and some nights you might not get eight hours of sleep. And so just finding a balance between all of that was pretty important. So just getting my school in check, writing out lists every day, um, making sure I have time to work out and, you know, hit off the tee a little bit. I think that was probably the biggest one early on for sure
1: speaking of Taylor and and crew I, I liken Taylor to like a mad scientist like he, he's always thinking and whether it's on the business side or the science side he's always got something uh, up his sleeve what's it like on the inside getting to pick his brain and also watch him in action
0: oh it's very cool uh, if you watch him go to work he's very analytical you can always see those gears turning inside so um, it's very cool to see him work with people and think about things but also like him sitting down and talking with me it helps me understand what I need to be doing at the same time so I think using him or having him as a mentor early on in my coaching career I think that's pretty cool to uh you know take what he does and maybe even put my own little spin on it and how I do that so it's very neat
1: do you have any dream jobs? Like is the goal one day to end up in, in major league baseball as an athletic trainer or strength and conditioning coach? Like do you, have you thought that far ahead yet?
0: Um, I'd be lying if I said I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I think it would be pretty cool to end up in the pro system with any baseball team. Honestly, I love hockey just as well. So like, Working with hockey teams or baseball team at the pro level, collegiate level, I think would be pretty neat as a strength coach. But even in the collegiate realm, we went down to Arizona this fall for our spring trip and we got to watch an Arizona State game and watching them go about things, go about their business and their athletic trainers and their training philosophy and all that sort of stuff, too. I think anything in that realm would also be pretty neat.
1: Absolutely. A few more for you here, Jacob. First off, um, when you think back on your time, especially with Edmonton Collegiate Hawks, and you think about um, the opportunity to play at REMAX, what's it meant to you to be able to be a part of that program?
0: It's, it's everything to me. That program is a family for sure, but uh, that team is brought together hands down one of the most talented group of guys i've ever been with but also great human beings too so to be able to come to work every day and see those guys that i never would have met otherwise i've made some of my best friends lifetime with that group so i mean it's very special to be a part of that group uh we pride ourselves on being a family and uh we pretty much do everything together do everything for each other so Um, that's probably the most special part of being part of that program.
1: When you're chatting with those young guys with the Hawks and, and maybe they're, or maybe those kids at AHP, for example, they're just starting out their journeys. What's your go-to piece of advice or wisdom, something you might've learned along the way going through the process yourself?
0: I think now that I'm coming towards the end of it here, I think just not be in a hurry it's that idea of hustle but not hurry so take your time with it it's nothing's ever going to come overnight it's not going to be something crazy that happens you know within two weeks but our mantra this year was trust the process so I mean just using that idea of trust in the process that it's not rushed unless you make it rushed Mm -hmm. Um, probably very important but at the same time like Take time to savor those moments, you know, where you get your first hit, do you make your first out, do you make a very cool play that, you know, it's going to go by very quickly. So if you can save what you got, then I think that's that's pretty important.
1: Absolutely. Final question for you here, Jacob. It's one we ask everybody. What does the game of baseball mean to you?
0: It's everything. Uh, Baseball is everything to me. It's always on TV. I'm drinking out of a Chicago Cubs cup right now. I mean. That's, it's on my mind every single night I think about, you know, approach or hitting the curveball or did I stay down on that ground ball at practice today? But it's all, yeah, it's just everything. All my teammates, are family, uh, those guys, they know they can call me whenever they need. They can text me. We always go out for, you know, dinner together. We went mini-golfing earlier on in the year. Like, it's everything. All the friendships, all the, the teammates, the coach, they're... It is my life, so it's going to be huge to uh, not play every day, but my goal is to stay around the game as long as I can because uh, if I can do things just like Ray Brown, stay around baseball forever... I think, uh, I think I'll be pretty happy that way.
1: Pretty good example of what you can do with a lifetime of baseball. That is for sure, Jacob, and a great goal to aspire towards. Uh, congratulations again on a, on a great collegiate career, continued success wherever the path takes you next. And again, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you.
1: Thanks again to Jacob Honky for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. A reminder that the CCBC Championship Weekend goes Thursday through Monday in Lethbridge, and we will have updates and stories for you when a champion is crowned. A tip of the cap as well to our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta, the Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy have been outstanding partners in helping us cover costs and tell our stories. If you'd like to join our roster of sponsors, head to alberta slash Until next time, thank you for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.